Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Jay Speller and Must Die. So you get to go back to uh, you get to go back to your home. You get to rest. All of you crammed in that that one room with all those boxes. Um, but you are you are all feeling much better the next day. So anybody who has spell slots or key points or whatever to recoup. Uh, you get a long rest in, and uh, yeah, and wake up the next day feeling refreshed and ready to go. So where to first? You have a couple of uh, a couple of threads out there. Um, you guys uh, want to go see that lawyer guy first thing, or do you want to find a safe spot for this ornithopter? Hmm. If we see the lawyer guy, uh, Torbor thinks maybe we could find some place along the way. Someplace that, like, we know where it's at. But maybe if it's hidden in plain sight. Yeah. Hmm. Hidden in plain sight. <laughs> you, just say, you just say that profoundly to the empty <laughs> air. <laughs> in plain sight. <laughs> S I E H T S I T E C I T E P L A N E P L A I N. I see where we're going with this. I, I got nothing, guys. Guys, honestly, I have nothing. <laughs> Toro, well, well, Toro, I thought you were. Some, something's happening. I'm personally impressed at how many different ways there are to spell plane and sight. It's <laughs> pretty good. I never thought about yeah. that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I um, mean, Tack, Tack, you you come from uh, an empire of garbage. Uh, it's fairly easy to hide things in mm. in the uh, in the Golgari underground if you know where you're what you're doing. Uh, that's so that's true. certainly an option. It is extremely easy to hide things there. Not super easy to hide things for free, but... Yeah. Oh! <laughs> Road, are you okay? Yeah, no, are I you... just another, another day, another dollar of tech oh. trying to steal from Whitaker. I think, I think, I think Road finally got the hotel bill. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. Also, not my fault. Hmm. I've never stayed in a hotel before. I was overwhelmed. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was exactly like that scene from Blank Check. <laughs> I was what? talking to my husband about Blank Check just yesterday. Oh, really? Yes. Mr. McIntosh. Yes. yes. I was talking to him just yesterday as we were coming home from lunch. <laughs> he built a go-kart like, course Man. in his backyard. Yeah. Well, and I was like, I can't believe that the that they never like disputed it with the bank. And he was like, No, you see what happened? They <laughs> yeah. To the president, president, and they were laundering all the. And he like lays out this extremely elaborate plot that I. It was well out. thought out. It, you know, bravo. To <laughs> as as government. well thought out as. Okay, so yeah. they give like a blank check to a sixth grader. <laughs> <laughs> I also if you go back to like watch that if you go back to watch that movie like there's no reason like the reason that they give you for like that kid being done <laughs> or uh-huh. having reason to want a million dollars is just like his brother was sort of mean to him one time <laughs> like 
I don't know. Yeah, he's not exactly Kevin McAllister, so right. it's like <laughs> Kevin McAllister. Yeah. <sighs> yep. Anyways, enough about right, blank yeah. check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Enough about family comedy blank check from 1994. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I play. I had a bit part uh, as kid at the party number three. <laughs> Check. I recognize you. Okay. That's okay. how I know you're lying because it was the 90s. There was no way that that family was hiring uh, or inviting That's true. Uh, kids to their birthday parties. So. That is true. True that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So. Uh, where were, what were we, we talking, talking about? <laughs> Everybody just blanked out for a minute. Just Blank. staring Check. at the wall. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Hiding the ornithopter somewhere that might cost. Oh yeah, the ornithopter. Um, um, yeah, let's. Uh, I mean, if you have a place that you think we can like stash this thing that it wouldn't come back to us, that would be. Whew, that'd be great. That would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. Are you planning on contributing something useful to this team, or are you just going to eat more? Whoa! 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 just like claps, just like. <laughs> <laughs> Such cruel savagery. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I've had a really hard day, okay? Almost got sold to a weird ringleader. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. We've been, been together most of the day. It was a hard morning. <laughs> it was very nice. <laughs> All right. What are so we talking about? A... Okay, so we're going to hide this like yeah, underground? Let's, yeah, How let's much... drop it off somewhere underground. How much would it and... cost? Okay. Cost for what? To, hi to hide it. Oh, it's free for you. <laughs> oh, cool. It's free for us, Torgor. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, I owe Are we yeah, gonna go? Like tons of, yeah, there's tons of like empty food carts and stuff. We could probably stash in one of those. Wouldn't that be so funny? Wait, why would that be yeah. funny? We we should just hide it someplace safe. Insecure. I'd like to. I'd like to add the word security to whatever plan that you're making. I mean, nothing secure underground, but sure. Um, straight. Yeah, secure, safe. Number one, two, and funny three. Like the funny. Oh, yeah, funny would like, be good. But three, I think. Yeah, yeah, like if there was a statue of someone like holding a basketball, and like we just took out the statue basketball and replaced it with the ornithopter, uh -huh. that would be funny. What Beautiful. if we hid it in that Jace cultist or Peacock cultist uh, orgy room? Oh. Nah, that sounds like a bad idea. No, you're right. Yeah, it seems right. it seems like a lot of work for something we wouldn't have access to very easily. Um, yeah, let me add easy access to that list. <laughs> yeah, let's do. Oh, yeah, we should definitely. Tack, do like that. giggles the entire time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Road is just getting more and more annoyed. Okay, uh, I'm trying to think of like where Tack hangs out. Oh no, that's like, look, I have the perfect place. Oh yeah, I'm supposed to return this uh, shooty thingy to this guy anyway. I knew exactly what you were <laughs> I don't I still don't know. Road, where 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 are we taking this thing? 
do you trust me? 100% with my life. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic to hear. Um, so how do you feel about another is it kind of holding on to it? Mm, it has no like. interest in actually like creating stuff or tinkering. Oh yeah, I'm fine with that. Cool. Don't, don't don't worry, Mr. Tesla. We're just going to give your notes to my best buddy, Edison. <laughs> He'll just look after them for you. Don't worry He's about gonna it. Guard him. And like, I'm are... there almost all the time, so I can totally keep an eye on it. Wait, so where is this going? Pack wants to drop it off at Nerm's place. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Just have Nerm look after it. And if he screws it up, I'll just kill him. It's like win-win. <laughs> Can any of you say the same? <laughs> it's true. It is a win. It's the definition of a win-win. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm all, I'm, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> okay. All right. He's totally down right. to do this. <laughs> I mean, that's a good plan, I think, right? Like, I, I, um, he would totally be up for it. Another person, and we found yeah. them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Plus, it's a steady stream of weapons that works out too. I can't wait for everyone who's crossed to come back and kill us. Yeah, I, right. You're I, creating your own supervillain team, mostly oh, of yeah. like spurned. Is it members? I think. <laughs> well, I would rather. I would rather create a supervillain team of weenie nerds that we ourselves chose <laughs> than create an entire new team that the DM chooses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fair. Create your own oh, enemies. Well, the problem. Fair. The problem is that team of weenies will eventually be led by Raoul when he realizes that his boyfriend kissed Winnegar. He's and very jealous. Is that the only motivation? Is yeah, that the that does it? Yeah. How dare you? How dare just like, you? At the end, he's like standing over a bodies and he's just like, yeah, that guy almost brought you down. He almost bought us what? <laughs> yeah. It's true. And we all saw the flashback. We saw how messy that kiss was. Mm -hmm. so. You really want to fuck with Raoul, just go find a fridge to put Tom again so oh, no. <laughs> so you're gonna go and uh, you're gonna go and see uh nerm are you going by yourself tack or are you bringing your friends <laughs> i'm so not going by myself yeah i figured because you, yeah, you, you get this big this crate you gotta carry around and yeah okay you think i'm just gonna carry it myself that's <laughs> we're gonna come to your date that seems awful uh it's not really a date it's just like i go to his house and we hook up and then i steal things from him I'm not gonna go. That sounds like a date. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know, I, I think Winnegar should go with you. Yeah, Winnegar, you should totally come. It'll be great. Tor, yeah. Tor thinks, yeah. <laughs> you know, you gotta watch after this object. Like, do any like, I don't know, put Nerm yeah. off from poking his eyes into it. Say what you need to say. You know, and if we thing. have to kill him today, then you can make up an excuse for why he didn't come to work. Um. Well, yeah, I mean, we can yeah. we can cross that bridge when we get to it. Let's just maybe he has a crawl space that we can put this in or like on top of a fridge. Um, just, you know, we don't have How to. How tall do you think goblin fridges are? Uh, it's like one of those dorm room fridges. <laughs> the microwave mini, built on top mini of it. fridge, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So doesn't that put it right in eyesight of anybody who walks in? Yeah, but no yeah. one's going to look there, right? Man, it'd be great to be a goblin. Suddenly, my 700-square-foot apartment is like a 1,400-square-foot apartment. 
<laughs> I, live in, I live in a four floor apartment. <laughs> They're just all this big. Perfect. Um, okay. All right. Trying so, to get a home loan is like meh. So Tack, Tack, and, and Winnegar, you uh, you head for you head for Nerm's uh, Nerm's house. So yeah, we uh, we room. yeah we stay with the the two of you and we we cut over to the the streets of Ravnica. You are outside. This is a familiar place for you, Tack. Uh, Winnegar, you've never you've never been here, um, but you recognize the work of the work of uh, an is it right? Like Nerm's front door has some kind of complicated home security. Uh, device attached to it like a, a view port with like some kind yep. of like it would probably electrocute you if you tried to break in oh, yeah. uh, and I've there are a bunch of like thousands of times and tack actually just has a fucking key yeah this, this, <laughs> this relationship has advanced very quickly in a few days just because tack has no boundaries like cool i live with you now what yeah thanks <laughs> so i'm gonna be wearing your pants and i'm leaving your house bye <laughs> um so yeah, and it has uh, plastered on the door. It has signs in Goblin and Common and a handful of other languages that basically just say "Keep out, genius at work." Uh, and uh, yeah, and so Tech, you have you have a key. So I'm a fucking nerd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Tech has like a key from a copy that they themselves made. It's just like <laughs> click click. Mm-hmm. It's like oh yeah, he's probably gonna change the lock in like two days. So we need to hurry up. Yeah. Wait, does he not know that we're coming? Obviously he does. That's why we came while he was at work. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, Yeah. let's go. (laughs) So... You you head you head inside uh, and um, you know you come off of the the landing because he lives in uh, like an apartment building uh, and you uh, you come inside and um, are you like you just walk in and, and announce yourself uh, attack or are you want are you like being sneaky what what's your approach here? I'm gonna be sneaky <laughs> yeah. all right make a make a stealth check okay <laughs> this is a bad idea here we go. <laughs> Oh, wow. God. Y'all are rolling it. so good. 28. Okay. Well, oh you God. really lucked out and like fixed the numbers for us. So <laughs> super right. cool of you, Adam. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Make definitely. us look cooler than we are. <laughs> All right. So uh, I, got a, I got a six to detect you. So it's fine. So you, here's what nice. you see when you walk in. So you sneak in um, and you hear, uh, you hear, uh, Nerm, and at first maybe Winnegar, you think that Nerm is being tortured uh, or has caught caught their hand in like a garburator or something. Uh, there is this this awful warbling noise coming from the kitchen, and uh, and Tack, as you as you peer around the corner, you see uh, Nerm uh, in all of their all of their glory. They're wearing just like just underwear, and they have a set of headphones on, big foam headphones. <laughs> and there's like a long cable running off the headphones to a like a pack that is clipped to the band of their underwear, which is like kind of like pulling it down because the elastic's not like really meant to be, it's not a belt, right? So it's like kind of pulling it down. So you get some like Nerm crack <laughs> on the back and Nerm is just singing at the top of their lungs uh, some, some like awful song you can't even recognize. And they are, uh, they have a feather duster in their hand. <laughs> and they're clean they're cleaning their kitchen uh so there's just like dusting and singing and there's some some hip wiggling uh and you are you are welcome to with your 28 you're welcome to behold this site as long as you would like before nerm uh nerm will not I, realize you're here yeah i super hate that they've seen me naked um <laughs> so why don't we just like 
stash it in like a like attic or something like that and uh get the fuck out of here um yeah let's let's go um Man, I wish I could be as carefree as a dancer as he is. I mean, look at him go. Winnegar, like, can, can I get a stealth check from you, please? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Winnegar, if you fuck this up, I swear to God. Wait, what? What do you mean? I'm stealthy. Sort of. You are. You got a 12, and I only have an 11, so you're you're okay. You you, you stay hidden. Uh, Nerm, Nerm does not realize that there is a, uh, a violation of their home uh, occurring. So he knows, he knows the entire rap part of that song. No one knows that part. <laughs> Nerm is doing the entirety of Triumph, all the parts, like every single part. It doesn't matter. All of them. <laughs> so it's, he's going to be busy for at least nine minutes. <laughs> Rap is a very delicate art form, and it's like it doesn't matter how quickly you say the words; you just gotta flow. Like, come on, you gotta meet halfway in the middle. You can't just nerds. Nerm has begun. Nerm has begun freestyling, uh, putting their own name in place of uh, of other proper nouns in the song. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know. I don't even want to. I'm not gonna lie. Tax actually a little into it, but (laughs) yeah, yeah. What I'm really doing here is trying to seduce Tax, but. Look, let's 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 go still. we'll put it in the okay, attic okay, and let's go i'm just saying he's got bars he's got bars <laughs> he does not okay all right so you want to try to find the plan is to find somewhere in nerm's apartment which as yeah. with many is it apartments is pretty it's pretty messy there's lots of mm-hmm. stuff everywhere so you want to hide it somewhere that that nerm will not be able to notice that it isn't just yeah does he have like a junk like a box that like like have sports equipment <laughs> or like something like he would like that's gathered dust for like a very long time that he's never gone through or uh hasn't gone through in a very long time okay so you're digging through like looking for a place and you like find you know you find a box <laughs> labeled broken dreams oh, oh, <laughs> and yeah. when you open it inside <laughs> There's a there's a uniform. There's a Boros uniform. There's a helmet, and there's a picture of Nerm and a bunch of other people like posed together in like Boros boot camp, and it's like Boros boot camp, you know, ten thousand two hundred and four. Uh, and there's a bunch of people who have signed it, like, see you next year, Nerm. Have a great <laughs> summer, Nerm. And then yeah, and then that's it. And it looks like this box has not been opened in a very long time. <laughs> Oh man, look at him. This guy was actually pretty popular. What happened? Yeah, Nerm is oh. the center of the picture. Nerm has like a um like a, a like a brush cut um and like yeah, everybody's like, you know, like put got their arm around uh, around them and like yeah. <laughs> some yeah. something happened. <laughs> they probably heard their rapping like let's just <laughs> I don't know. I, I just feel like this <laughs> the big guy was... Boros talent show was the last straw that got them kicked out. <laughs> um, priority one, stashing this ornithopter. Priority mm-hmm. two, robbing Nerm. Obviously, <laughs> sure. Okay. So, is does this sound like a the an appropriate place for you to hide the uh, the ornithopter? The yeah, ornithopter. Yeah, I think we could just toss it in the box. Maybe okay. throw out his helmet and then toss like oh, toss it in the box or something. Like throw mm-hmm. out like some of his books or something. Just, yeah, I think there's some yeah. there's room in here for you to to hide the the ornithopter because again, it's like not that bulky. So you have this little box you put in there, cover it with some of the other just, sad <laughs> memories. 
uh, and then yeah, and then close it. Uh, Nerm Nerm has moved on to a power ballad of some kind, and is just like air guitaring the the little feather duster. Um, yeah, cool. so you you have you have some time now. Tag, did you want to try to rob Nerm? While you're Obviously here? I do. Okay. Are you looking <laughs> are you looking for anything in particular or cuz it all just looks like garbage to you. More which pew, is pew, great. Cuz this thing this thing pewed and it was great, so I want another pew pew. Mm, okay. Yeah, I think that that was probably the only like obvious piece of like completed weaponry. Um but I mean Winnegar, I will take incomplete weaponry. Yeah, Winnegar might be able to help you find something of value if you're willing to get him in on the crime. Hey, Winnegar. <laughs> So there's just a lot of stuff here and I've been thinking about helping him clean up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like a, like a girlfriend thing, you know, like help out around the house. What? (laughs) (laughs) What? Anything that looks like it could shoot somebody because he's like super clumsy. Oh, so you're just trying to like protect him from himself. Oh yeah. They're... It's laughable, really. Winnegar like stares at Tack and and then like puts his hand on their shoulder. I've seen a lot of growth in you since you started seeing Nerm. Yeah. I'm gonna roll investigation and see if I can Yeah. (laughs) Tack's gonna interpret that as racist, but not say (laughs) Usually usually (laughs) when someone says to a Golgari, I see a lot of growths in you, uh, it's not a good thing. You need to get those removed. Um. I like my growths. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> All about body positivity down here. <laughs> here in the okay, Golgari let's see what I, what I find. Oh, guns, 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 guns. Two. No guns, yeah, no guns. Not only a two, but a you rolled a one. You got a one, yeah. The worst possible result. Listen, not okay. everybody can be Torgar, all right? Um, yeah. So you tried. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think that. Uh, I don't think that there's anything here like worth stealing. Honestly, like okay. it's it's all to you, Winnegar. It's all trash. Like less valuable trash than even Rourke's scrapyard has. Oh wow! I, yeah. Like, I, I'd yeah. like to steal something out of spite. Okay, sure. You, you take a random object. It, I would like to just grab a random object. Yeah, okay, good. You can write down random is it junk on your inventory. In your Thank computer. you. So later I, when you maybe need it, it's there. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, but it does. It does. Wonder, it does give you an idea of uh, of of Nerm as being kind of a huge failure. Um, oh, yeah. So and far. as we w- pass by, like him rocking out to like eighties power yeah, ballads. He's, he's serenading more. the uh, the mop now. Uh, he has it. He has it turned over, so it's the mop head that is up, and he's like, t- like caressing its more hair. Than like, Nerm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. He's singing, and more it than, just is awful. It's just. I love beautiful. that song. <laughs> Instead yeah. of more I, than words, it's more than nerms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot I had twelve eggshells. I would like to leave six eggshells in place oh, of the thing so, I took. That's so sweet. So later they'll see it and be like, oh. A present from Tack. Tack sneaked in my house again. Tack's love Tech's... language is garbage and yeah. vandalism. 
<laughs> oh, someone lit my car on fire. Maybe, maybe I love Tech you too, Tech. Maybe Tech actually gets like a key made and breaks in and then like leaves a note so that Nerm remembers to always change their locks. I broke into oh. your house and left you to, this like, carpet. Keep Nerm safe in like a weird roundabout way. I'm watching you. Not in a creepy way, but also yeah. in a creepy way. Oh, but boy. also I have energy enemies that yeah. could probably get into your house. Change your locks, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> I'll be by at 11. Come on, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So the two of you, uh, as stealthily as you arrived, you make your way uh, out of the uh, out of the house. Now, Torgor and Rode, are you, while they're doing this, are you going to go and see the lawyer? Uh, is it going to be a two birds with one stone situation? Or uh, do you have other things that you're doing? Um, as long as we up that disguise once more, because I don't I, know if you... Let me bust out my disguise kit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so time for a makeover first. Uh, yeah. Right. Let's get a nice roll of this. Okay. So what are you trying a to, scar. what are you trying to disguise yourself as just someone who's not you or. I would say someone who's not me and someone who seems like they would belong in the oars of. So you're trying to disguise yourself as a fellow member of the Orzov Syndicate. Right. Okay, what about Road? Are you disguising Road as well? Yes. Because uh, uh, I assume they'll help me in the process. Yes. Nice. Yes, we both dress up as Orzov. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you get by some plastic fangs and like a black cape with like a red velvet interior and a big... <laughs> Crazy. No, probably as those, probably as like major wannabes, like the ones who I assume like really love vampires would love to be like, hat like those Twilight mm, fan girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, hot topic, hot topic. Na- oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. So Torgor, Torgor is good. Goes from like heavy metal fan to goth, and Road goes from weird squid girl to goth, anime fan to goth. Okay, good. We're good. like. Goth costume. It's pretty good. A 17 is a pretty good goth costume. I like it. I think I locked it. Uh, yeah. I feel like Torgor would be more like like rockabilly goth than just straight up like, you know, like sad goth. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's got like that like 50s like leather jacket on in the right way. Like he's got a hot rod somewhere. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> it's in the shop. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. I like it. Uh, all right, so you you don you don your uh, your your Orjov d- disguises, and you head uh, you head for uh, you head for the lawyer's office. Um, yeah, and I, I think that we you know we've seen this neighborhood lots of times, right? We've been around uh, the uh, around the bank. There are people coming and going, and the um, the contrast of their emotional states is uh, telling, right? People going into uh, Viscoba Bank are uh, usually looking kind of like downtrodden and afraid, uh, and people coming out are either coming out with money or not coming out at all. Uh, so it is in it's in it's near 10th district plaza they are slowly rebuilding the uh the guild hall that got burned down uh several days ago and um yeah and and orjova's black spires kind of loom over the over the plaza and um this guy has an office within within orjova um his uh his name is milos and he is uh he is an advocate um 
And that is all you know about him so far, but you know where to find him. So we follow you into, into Orjova, into the hall of Orjova itself. And I don't think Rode or Torgor have ever had a reason to be in here personally. Um, but it is an enormous, it's like, it's like somewhere between a, like a, a beautiful, like basilica, and like a Dark Souls level, like everything is is huge, like vaulted stone. Um, the people walking around are all dressed in in black, white, and gold. The whole place has this kind of hush, this tomb like hush. But everyone in it is super rich, right? You see like massive gold jewelry on people. You see um, like a, a monk, uh, an Orzhov monk, walk by with like an enormous gold chain around his neck, like weighing him down. Um, yeah, this combination of destitute terror and massive expense is like the Orzhov jam. Um, and so walking in, uh, you are kind of given a, a cursory look. They, there are guards. There are those guard giants that we saw before with the big cyclopean helmets and the halberds standing outside. And you see more of them inside because you know that, that the Viscopa Bank has vaults below it containing more zibs than the mind can count. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you, you come into this place and you don't know where, cause it's like a warren of interconnected offices and confessionals and bank tellers. So you don't really know where to go uh, within here. Um, what do you do? Where do you go? Do you ask First for thing, help? Do you hesitate? Road looks around and then turns to Torgor and says, like at all the wealth and the jewelry around and just turns to Torgor and says, can I just say I'm so glad we did not bring tack. <laughs> Torgor is very happy because in this moment, Torgor is thinking, how can we plan a heist on this place for a later time? Tack okay. would immediately try to steal things. Like, yeah. we can uh, do both. We can, do, you, you know, we can have it all. Yeah, we'll just have it all. Let's, um, so we... <laughs> there's no like a yeah so i think as soon as it looks like because if you don't walk in and walk immediately to a place i think <laughs> that there is a there's like someone would come and like an attendant would come and uh, and speak to you so i think that we have someone kind of like glide up to you um he's wearing uh long long white robes and he has a um like a there's a name for it. It's not a scarf, but it basically it's like a, a long piece of black fabric with the Orzhov uh, symbol on it. He has that kind of like bowl cut, uh, like monk look. And, uh, and he comes up and he smiles, uh, and he, uh, he says, uh, customers, can I help you? What are you looking for? Uh, yes. My name is, uh, Doidor Fostowski. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. okay, I see what you did there. Looking for uh, Milos. Okay, all right. Um, well, honored customer, do you have an appointment with the advocate? Yes. Make a uh, make a persuasion check. You have advantage. All right, here we go. Nice. Good work. And that's a 19 with no bonus, too. Yeah. Nicely done. So the, uh, 
the um, the attendant uh, bows uh, deeply and says, "Honored customers, this way, please," and uh, glides eerily uh, across the black marble floor, uh, leading you to the office of uh, the advocate to Milosh. So Milosh's office. Uh, this whole place again, like bank church. Uh, you are led into a, a back hallway, uh, lit with, um, like this, these, these interior hallways have no windows. So it's, it's lit with lantern light. So they grab a lantern and, and guide you. And there are other people kind of coming and going and talking their other offices, but the whole place is kind of, again, that kind of funereal hush and you're brought to a, a door and on the door, there is a stained glass panel of, uh, a, regal looking handsome man with his hands out and little gold coins are tumbling from his hands into a crowd that he is sort of like standing on and they're all like looking up like yay coins and they're like having the coins like fall onto them um and the uh, the attendant uh gently raps on the door uh and then from within you hear a voice uh saying uh saying come in and the uh, the attendant opens the door for you and gestures broadly, like "Please, after you." <laughs> we walk on in. Okay. Walk on in. All right. So you go inside. Uh, the uh, The attendant closes the door behind you. Uh, this office is. Uh, f- richly appointed um, it's uh, made out of the same like the, the walls and the floor and the ceiling are made out of the same black marble that the rest of this area is uh, shot through with veins of gold there's a big stone desk and behind it an enormous black uh, wooden chair uh, with like red upholstery uh, one wall is a, a bookshelf uh, bookshelf and, and scroll case so there's all of uh, all of those and um, there is uh, a couple of other chairs there's a single fern in the room though how it is alive it is impossible to guess for there's no no natural light in here whatsoever. Uh, the room is lit by clusters of candles that are sitting on the bookshelf and on the desk. Uh, and so when you when you come in, uh, you see behind the desk working on uh, some paperwork. Uh, you see the advocate. Uh, he's dressed similarly to what we saw Tomic wearing. Uh, the uh, the white kind of folded robes uh he has uh a gold chain uh, around his neck and uh he looks like this is the real version of the guy you saw in the stained glass picture before he's handsome uh he's in his probably his early 40s um slightly receding hairline he appears to be human um his lines uh, at the edges of his his eyes uh, and in his forehead. He looks like a man whose life uh, is, is weighing on him a little bit. Uh, and he looks up and he smiles a little bit. Uh, and he, uh, he says, uh, I don't remember making an appointment. How can I help you? I think... Torgor and Rode have this moment where they're both like, oh, who's taking the lead on this talk? Uh, <laughs> because uh, it wasn't really discussed, and it's usually one of the two of us. Yeah. Um, so we just sort of like... Uh, I like I like gesture. Uh, I'm sorry that... Uh, God, what is her not the Rose name? Voska? Uh, ministrant ministrant Voska. Ministrant Voska. Thank you. Um, I don't even know how to spell that to make myself remember it. Um, <laughs> Road try to say it, and Torgor 
like corrects the pronunciation. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that's absolutely what happens. Um, I'm sorry that uh, Minister Voshka forgot to make the Voshka. meeting. Uh, Voshka. <laughs> <laughs> He, uh, he 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 folds the the paperwork that he's. I guess he he probably uh, puts sand on and then blows off the ink, uh, the blows off the excess sand and sets aside the paper that he's working on. Uh, and he he says to you, um, uh, when you say Mister Invoski, he says, Ah, you're the Ministrant's friends. Yes, we spoke earlier this morning. I didn't expect you'd be so prompt. I appreciate it. Please have a seat. He gestures to the two other chairs that are in the office. We take a seat. Mm-hmm. I'll sit on the left. I sit on the right. <laughs> <laughs> Did the ministrant tell you much about my expertise? Mentioned mm-hmm. uh, you were an authority on legal matters. He nods. I am a liaison to the Azorius Senate. I have experience dealing with them, which I understand will be valuable to the ministrant in this pursuit. Tell me, why do you need an advocate? An innocent man is currently sitting in a jail cell and we need him out as soon as possible. Innocence. (laughs) A funny concept. I find it's more often a case of having made the wrong enemies. We can apply guilt as we like from a position of power. The Senate seem to think that they have it all, but, well, gold has much to say in the matter. Which brings me to the next piece. If I'm to help you, and he he looks over at the, the paperwork, the matter of compensation is at hand. You have money, I presume. Torgor lifts up the hand with the ring and like strokes his chin. (laughs) We will make sure you are paid for your work. Nice. So what, what is the, is the implication here that like, don't try to get money out of us. Like Vajka will take care of it. Right. We're her friends. We're an influence. Like it's like the idea of like money is not a concern. Right. You're just trying to be like, I'm super rich. Don't worry about it right now. Don't, don't yeah, like, oh, concern. Money, yeah, yeah. Talking about money, being concerned about money is a thing I haven't had to do for since I started this character. Also, it, uh, <laughs> it implies that like by you, the lawyer being concerned with money, mm-hmm. like you have a lower status than I do because you're talking about money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that implication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's good. Okay. Make a, uh, make a persuasion check. Cool. I assist with a gentle scoff that he even asked about it. <laughs> okay, fair. All right. I'll allow it. That sounds good. Ooh, a 13. All right. 13. Let's, let's see. 
but a strong thirteen. Consistent thirteen. Strong. Right, I will. I will roll to. Uh, I'll roll to oppose. Let's see. A rock steady thirteen. Whoa. Oh my! Oh, wow. My turn to roll the twenties. <laughs> so. He is he is not convinced by by your your words and your influence. He's 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 danced this dance before. Mm-hmm. Uh and he uh he says uh Had I had this conversation with the ministrant directly, you would have known that contracts have been drawn. I need signatures. And he slides the paper towards you and he says, "You don't have to pay me in gold. There are other currencies and he you 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 can take a glance at the contract if you want to but he's making like eye contact with you like don't worry we'll we'll get this done one way or another torger picks it up yeah road also I guess whoever's not making active eye contact with him is going to look at the contract. Right. Whoever's not but holding. You know him. what? You know what? Uh, actually, if I'm going to maintain eye contact with him mm-hmm. hard right. and while I'm going to, I'm going to wait actually until I know while maintaining eye contact, what road finds out from the contract. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're maintaining their, Manly eye contact. I look at the contract. Roger <laughs> is terrified. He's, he, <laughs> like, like Orzov is bad news. Like Rectos is. Yeah, I think really... I'd rather die than sign this piece of paper. Exactly. So. Exactly. <laughs> I guess yeah. we're gonna have to do this the violent way, which uh-huh. neither of us. No, this is how I felt in the circus tent. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rode, you you take a look at the contract. Um, let's have you make an investigation check to see what you can what you can glean from it. Okay. At a glance, I think that I did take a point in intelligence, so it's just a zero now. But it is. I did roll a four. Yeah. Okay. All right. Any? any I I don't think I can assist on this because I'm no. Too you're in the middle of like <laughs> death stare. Um. Yeah, it's a lot of like the party in the first shell unto the party of the second, meaning unto this. And like there's a lot of legalese, but it's all written in um, this just like beautiful, like archaic medieval script. And you the, you you have no idea, but there's a big line at the bottom for you to, to write your name. I toss it back onto the counter. Yeah. While, while they're doing that, I want to make a. I'm going to try and intimidate him out of having us sign his paperwork. Yeah. Uh, okay. Being like, how dare you think that we, like once again, like clearly showing what guild I'm aligned to on the table, knocking it down, would fall for your petty debt scam. You, you act advocist? My God, what a scam you are. What a hollow, pathetic adjudicator oh of the law you thinking claim to be. I, I will I put have hand you on the bars. You're like, honey, maybe let's not. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Uh, all right, so he he lets you you know go on with your tirade until until Road kind of like slows you down, uh, and he uh, he says, um, you know, Rakdos, the disguise really wasn't necessary. The minister told me everything. I know you have nothing to offer me, 
So I suppose the question becomes, whose debt is this going to be, yours or hers? Obviously hers. We Mine. Just... <gasps> and he slides, he slides the paper in front of you and he says, sign it. If you need someone to help you with the quill. Oh! <laughs> I sign it. It's just like furious. Can somebody clip like that moment of just like flabbergasted silence <laughs> from the rest of the class. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so you just sign you sign the, the Torgor on there yeah. and he uh he takes it back. Can and I can I try and first write Dodor Foyesti? Like, <laughs> like, like see if he notices while I'm signing it. Yeah, so here's the thing about like an Orjov uh contract is that you could write anything on it. It's the act of signing. Yeah. Sure. Okay, perfect. Torgor does not know this, uh-huh. still does it. <laughs> Yeah. Watches the ink change to Torgor after he's done. Yeah, right. Yeah, totally. So you you sign it, and he uh, he watches the the ink uh, seep into the paper. We get a nice like tight like macro shot of it, and then we watch the ink seep in. Uh, and he he takes a, a can, one of the candles, this black candles on his desk, and he drips some wax. He folds the contract, drips some wax on it, and he seals it with his his signet, uh, which is he's got a ring just like the one you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then his and his whole his whole attitude like changes once that happens. So he he turns and he says, um, "How now that you've secured my services, let's see what we can do about getting your friend out of jail. That is what you want, isn't it, to get him back? I mean, I can do the inverse and make sure that he never gets out of jail again. Either I I have means and ways. How can I help you?" We want him out and in our care as securely and as quietly as possible. Also a copy of that contract on the way out. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I need to hire a lawyer to look at the contract I signed with my other lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) You just start chaining lawyers. Please. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my soul is already sold to one, so obviously I can get another person on the scam. Right, and that—I mean—that'll be the thing—is just making this a problem where you're like, actually, uh, I just offered you something I don't own, and mm-hmm. Rakdos owns that, so you have to talk to Big Papa Rakdos on that one. <laughs> um, so yeah, he, uh, yeah, he's—he's he's like, of course, yeah, paperwork is they love it; it's their fetish, so he'll—he'll he'll definitely have some available to you, um, and uh, yeah, so you—you you wrote, you say this, and he—he he says. Uh, so that's it just deal with the senate have him released and remanded to your care does this person know that this is happening is he going to be likely to be accepting of your stewardship probably not I can have him delivered to you unconscious if you prefer that'd be great of course I aim to please so what has he done, this uh, Wenzel? He said, and he um, when he so when he, while he's speaking, <laughs> he opens a drawer in his desk. He opens one of these these drawers, and a, th- a thrall climbs out of it. Oh. Um, yeah. So this this little homunculus like climbs up out of the desk and opens a book and takes the. He looks up at Utorgo and like leans over and with his little weird hand grabs the ink pot and slides it over to him and takes the quill out Ooh. and focuses his little yellow eyes on the on the paper and starts like scribbling and and as you're speaking, his little thrall like legal aid is uh, is taking notes. His <laughs> paralegal uh, is uh, is taking notes while you while you speak. And so he says, uh, Wenzel, was it? Does this Wenzel have a last name? What guild does he belong to? 
Ironclad, and he belongs to the Izzet. Ironclad? Any relation to the senator? Yes. That does complicate things somewhat. How is their relationship? Tenuous. So you think that if... Four courts are tenuous? Thorgor <laughs> <laughs> is, in is, is intelligent, but not wise. Just yeah. like, like, He's impulsive, not... but smart. Yeah. So he, uh, yeah, he takes his, uh, he, yeah, you, you say that, and he, he turns to you, and he says, tenuous. We can work with tenuous. The question, the real question is, do you think that his brother is going to come to his aid if he is remanded into Orzhov care? The opposite. Mm -hmm. Excellent. That makes our job easier. So we'll have him sedated and delivered to you where? This, this uh, homemade cafe in the 11th district known as the host in the shell. Oh, yes. I've heard about this. My daughter visited. Oh, my, my daughter visited there a couple of times when it was back in the uh, factory district. I hear it's quite nice. Do you own this business? You don't need to know that. Because I know someone in mortgage law that if you ever need a loan, oh my if God. you have property that you can leverage, it can be very lucrative. Sad now. Like, and he smiles. He's like, of course. Sell. Yeah, right? He's just like, listen, I can help you refinance that thing. Um, you can go on a vacation. See, you you uh, pay for TurboTax, but what you really want is TurboTax Pro. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so he, uh, yeah, he, he says, um, so uh, the crime in question. And when he says crime, you get the impression that he doesn't have as much respect necessarily for this word as a senator might. <laughs> what, what exactly did he do? Murder someone important? He's being allegedly uh, charged with burning down a mansion. Hmm. Oh, no, wait. Hold on. Is he being accused of that or is he being out of game? Or isn't he being accused he is, of death? He, so he's, he's, he was arrested for the murder of several Azorius uh, lawbringers, which you did. Um, yeah. But also he's being held in suspicion of a connection to oh, the arson right. of the thing. Okay. Yeah. Correct. They figure if they can get everybody, they can get, they can pin all this stuff on one person. They're good to Right. Okay. Like the real police. Am <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I right? Yes. Like, like the real police. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so he, uh, yeah, he, he says, uh, he says, he's like, um, well, arson is one thing, uh, especially if they can't prove it, but, and this is a little known fact. Most people think it's the murder that's illegal, but it's not. It's when the murder interrupts a guild's ability to do business. So the Senate is likely going to be trying to pin on him the business that these dead lawbringers would have performed. It's a loss of profit when it comes down to it. We'll have to make a request for their books, look into the uh, arrest records of these officers. With a little luck, they're not that good at their job. And we can prove that they wouldn't have been that valuable. This Wenzel, um, they're an is it? Do you have any personal reason for us not to implicate the League at large in Wenzel's crimes? Or would you like to keep them out of it? 
I need this as discreet as possible. Whichever way that leans, I don't care. I mean, but <laughs> if it, but if it has no way of getting back to us, I don't see why not cause them to spend hours and hours of paperwork going into is it files and looking at uh is it perhaps theories and blueprints you know of all the reasons why they would need the zori senate the is it league the is it league maintains a a defense fund in the case of experimental accidents people die as a result of is it misbehavior all the time it's really not a big deal mm. so a little luck these four officers aren't worth that much and if we can get the is it league to pay for it then all the better we'll spare your uh coffers that's great Tor- Tor- like upon hearing that Tor- is like yes <laughs> can we blame someone else can we blame someone else <laughs> and not have the bill really is. be as large as it needs to be on my end <laughs> Jace Bellerin must die, colon, and the blame must fall on someone else. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. So he, uh, his, his homunculus, uh, his, his thrall makes notes. Uh, he asks you a bunch more questions, kind of like getting at the, the thing. And what he, what he kind of comes around to is, like, you don't need to concern yourselves with this. I will have him delivered to you, and I'll send you the final bill once it's all done. And if I can pin it on the it, maybe we'll get uh, someone to, to settle out of court for the it League, and we'll just say that this was all a nasty accident. Uh, and if you don't think his brother, like, if he doesn't have any influential friends, great. He's at our mercy. So mm-hmm. uh, I will look into, uh, into that. Road um, asks for a timeline. Yeah, and also uh, to let us know when you'll be meeting with Wenzel. I, he's like, I, I don't intend to meet the man myself. He's, <laughs> you need to disassociate yourself from the idea that this Wenzel is a person. He's cargo. He's um, an object, a delivery. What we're interacting here, interacting with here is the law. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing that for you. All you need to do is find somewhere to put your feet up and enjoy the last days of your worrying about this Wenzel ironclad. I'll no. have him brought to you. Tor- Torgor just signed That's his life away, probably. No, 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 no. We need to inspect the cargo before we know that it's being transferred. If some way his mind has been wiped, if there's something that has been done to him to truly make him less of an object less of a person and more of an object we need what's in his head so i i'm sorry i'm gonna have to stipulate that you go and visit him and verify that his consciousness is intact well that's a whole other matter isn't it ensuring the validity of this this person that's not really my area of expertise then i need you to oversee whoever it is and whatever the cost add it to the bill very good. And he looks over at the throw like, you got that, right? You heard yeah. you heard him say that? Add it to the bill. <laughs> and tell me and tell me the exact date and time when this will be happening. Billable hours. <laughs> yeah. Right. You hear a cash register somewhere. Just yeah. go off. Uh so he uh, he says, um, I'm going to have to do some research and look into the case and see how invested the Senate is in protecting this person before I can tell you how long it'll take. If he's really as pointless to them as you think, and there's no one pushing back, I could have him to you by the end of the day. 
if he's got friends or if the Senate wants him for something more than this crime or they think that they can put him up for uh, obstruction of business, this could take longer. In that case, I'll reach out to you at your cafe and let you know. I'll say this much. I think that you will encounter resistance and I'm not sure you will find out who it is, but just expect it. How mysterious. Is there anything else you can tell me about this resistance I'm to expect? Nope. You're good at your job. You'll figure it out. Excellent, I hear. The more you tell me, the easier this is going to be. And I will find out one way or another. Mm -hmm. Just be mindful of your thoughts. Very well. Well... I think uh, I think that's everything that I need. And he stands up. Oh, uh, where's the bathroom? Just, <laughs> you know, just, it's just it's, you know it's just down the hall. I'll have Throckmorton take you there. Uh, <laughs> holding it in this entire time. <laughs> of course, of course, yes. If there's anything you need, uh, do you need me to validate your parking? Uh, so, <laughs> he's a yeah. great customer service. Yeah, right. You know? Of course. Yeah. Now that he's gonna own your soul. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he uh, he you you get you get taken out of the uh, you get led out of the uh, out of the the offices area back out into the the central uh, hallway. Uh, you are given a, um, a, a copy of the contract and um, yeah. And they, they tell you that like, we'll get in touch as soon as you have more information. Uh, thank you for your, thank you for your business. Mm-hmm. As soon as we walk outside, um, I. So you, you right. come out, you come outside and as soon as you get out there to your, to your immediate left, uh, there is what looks like a, a family, um, like a, like a grown family, not like kids, but like, uh, two younger siblings, um, you know, maybe in their twenties and then like their mom and the mom is like weeping and they're all, they're all dressed in like the funeral garb and the mom is like weeping and the kids are trying to console her. And she says something about like, uh, he's going to be a ghost forever. And they're like, you know, father knew <laughs> he knew what, you know, he knew what he was going into and like she's just like oh oh," and like weeping about her husband and so you yeah you walk out and kind of have to walk around these people as you come out of the out of the bank inspires me even more so i like start writing my letter to kerfuffle Mm -hmm. and being like i soon soon and i turn to road i'm like we're breaking ones all out of this prison before this contract can be completed therefore making it null and void yeah, well, if you hadn't have signed it, then that wouldn't have to be a thing that we had to do. Well, I wasn't going to get the love of my life being trapped in a spirit. The love of your life? <laughs> <laughs> that was stupid, and there's no way around that. You I have mean, people who cry over you like they are? I mean, no, but they'll dance and, and have a good time. Like, I hope it's a great time. Oh, I can't. I hope it's a debaucherous show <laughs> just... Just my life. Uh. We would have just gone home and ate cake for two days until his body was delivered to us. But now we have to break. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, what, what else? I mean, look, I already had the clowns. What? They're, they're, now they're going to be disappointed. You just did this because you wanted to use the clowns, and I want you to admit to that. Honestly. 
75 clowns. <laughs> Honestly, it's like 46. Like I, si- I signed the contract and then I was like, crap, how do I get out of this? And then I remembered I had the clowns and I was like, oh, we need to set up a time when he's there and then he gets knocked unconscious and then we can claim he's bad at his job. Like, Torgor is not becoming a spirit. Please no. Uh <laughs> <laughs> As much as it's like, like, I think Torgor made a impulsive decision out of affection for Roshka that he's now like trying to backpedal and some yeah. way, like, like bit off way more than he thought. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that makes sense. And it's You've actually really like- interesting how, like, Road witnessing her, like Torgor's affection for like this person, her being like, "Oh yeah, doing that is stupid," and she's just like taken any of those things and she's locked it in a box and she's thrown it in a trash can. <laughs> she's like, "Oh yeah, that makes you stupid. Doing that makes you dumb." It's <laughs> <She's> just like, <laughs> so yeah, she's love is a mistake. Mm-hmm. Love is mistake. That's okay. what we learned today. All right, so Torgo, you're gonna what? What is the what's the plan here? Are you gonna let? I guess we can all have everybody meet up again uh, now sure. that you've ditched the evidence mm-hmm. and you've got this lawyer running running uh, interference or whatever on this, looking into the Wenzel situation. Um, um, I just I write on the letter just like my next contact will tell you when and where you need to be. Right. So you're like murder murder clowns stand by. Yeah. Be on deck. <laughs> Start lighting your flaming like like sickles <laughs> that you juggle like. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So the murder clown posse begin filling their filling murder their jugs with Fago and uh, yeah. Makeup, yeah. Putting, yeah, exactly. Putting on their juggalo makeup, getting their chain wallets ready, discussing uh, magnets. You know, getting yeah, all they're ready. It. They're getting hype. Uh, okay. All right. So you you send the notice that like the next time you hear from me, it will be time for the strike of the juggalos. So get ready. Okay. <laughs> All right, good, good. They're on. You got juggles on standby. Um, you are all back in the uh, in the host, the host in the shell, and there are, uh, I think, a group of um, like rich kids there. Um, they're probably like the the kids of like some um, some Silesian, some important Silesians, and they are uh, they're they're doing karaoke and they're they're hanging out and laughing. And the, the place seems like pretty pretty busy business is working and you uh yeah you you move past them and get into your your little back room your closet uh and uh yeah Torgor are you gonna share your plan with everybody <sighs> I like Torgor opens a window and then lights a cigarette immediately as soon as he like sits down you've never seen Torgor smoke before because <laughs> Torgor doesn't smoke but now <sighs> <laughs> And he's like, he's, he's puffing on it a little bit. And then just like in a stream of consciousness, just repeats everything about what happened uh-huh. at the, at the bank and then says, so, uh, the clowns are ready. And, and just whenever, once we find out when, uh, Milosh is meeting with Wenzel, they hit. And in the confusion, we grab one, we grab Wenzel and make it out of there. Oh, um, okay. A couple different moving parts. Um, uh, I, for one, didn't think the lawyer would be able to get Wenzel out. Uh, I was hoping to just use the lawyer as recon to figure out where they're holding Wenzel. Right. Um, this adds a new layer to it all. Um, no, but my plan layer. takes that layer back, you know? 
Yeah. Um, also, the plan involves you losing possibly your soul uh, of some baby <laughs> like or becoming some type of a ghost. Half the cigarette in one drag mm. upon hearing that from Winter. <laughs> Whoa. That was a 100, guys. <laughs> it's an American spirit over there that he's treating like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's healthier for you because there's less chemicals in it. Uh, <laughs> that's what you got to tell yourself when you smoke American. <laughs> I'd be like an, Azor- an Azorius spirit. They just come in blue <laughs> or white. and Yeah. yeah. Good. Good. Yeah, they're better for you. <laughs> Actually, this kind of feels win-win for breaking him out because, like, if even if we lose, right? So, like, we break him out. We succeed. We have Wenzel. But if we don't succeed and they tie it back to Wenzel, then that's another thing to hold him for. So then it takes even longer for the lawyers to get him out. Well, you're doing you're doing a great job layering bullshit on top of bullshit, right? Because Look. you got him in jail in the first place. So they think that he's a murderer. Yeah, mm, I mean, you did, definitely did. They think he's, yeah, a, he's a, they think he's a cop killer. They, they're trying to figure out why he's being tortured and being like, I don't know anything about it. And they're like, yeah, but you do tell us. <laughs> so they think he's like a like he's got his connection to his own guild. Mm-hmm. And then an orge of lawyers going to come and try to get him out. And then the precinct's going to be attacked by murder clowns so then he's gonna mm-hmm. think he has rakdos connections it's very complicated there's a lot of like layering the police officers responsible for figuring this out they're gonna have a rough time of it man it's gonna be real rough i mean this could be tied up in uh in court for a really long time which gives us a ton of time to break him out okay um can I look over the copy of the contract that uh, Torgor signed? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you I think that's can. really important as we move ahead. <laughs> yes. And uh, Tack like hold out Tack's little goblin hand for Torgor's hand. Because also, also because I would really truly want to ask because my soul is already promised to Rakdos. Did I did I truly offer him something that I can't give him? And if that is the case then there's no there's no even need for the murder clowns i'll just have them come over for tea and crumpets they love tea and crumpets like this was an episode of the simpsons halloween special where homer sells his soul for a donut but it turns out that marge has his soul so they just turn his head into a giant donut in which he eats out and credits yes so in this in this analogy rakdos is marge simpson yes yeah good cool Chaotic patriarch. Torgor. <laughs> awesome. Oh, Torgor. <laughs> Fantastic. Great. Uh-huh. Good stuff. Okay. Super hate this. So, Winnegar, make a uh, make a, an investigation check to examine uh-huh. this this contract. I will help. Okay. Right, save advantage. 16? Okay. So best you can tell, um, the contract itself details everything that he, he promised to do, right? That he would like, uh, he would go in to uh, try to like free this person from the the Senate's uh, clutches and that, uh, that like basically covers just what you agreed to. Um, in addition, the, the cost stuff... <sighs> You will pay him back in an amount of uh, of Zenos that is like a ludicrous amount you definitely don't have. Uh, if you are unable to pay uh, in in Zenos uh, after a certain amount of time, I think you have like three months to repay the the debt. If you cannot pay after three months, then you are uh, corporeally or spiritually forfeit 
your choice. Uh, they will either take your soul to be bound for a number of years to Orzhov's service before then being dissipated, uh, or if you are unwilling to pay with your soul, uh, they will take your body instead, uh, and then you can pay off your debt that way by being an indentured servant uh, to Orzhov forever. Um, but it's your body. You'll be dead. You won't matter. They'll separate your spirit and your body. Uh, it, it definitely specifies you are responsible for the the main maintenance of your own spirit. If you are separated from your body, they hold no uh, responsibility for that. It's not like they're going to make sure that you stick around as a ghost. But you could have someone come and pick up your ghost or do something else with it if you are interested in, in that. That is not their business. They don't care. Um, so, yeah, you have some payment, some repayment options uh, if you cannot pay back the exorbitant amount of Xenos uh, that is uh, required when, for their service. When would they get my body upon my death or? Like, no, no, no. Right. In three months. In three months. Yeah. It okay. would be like you cannot pay. And. Yeah. And so we get we get the money. Mm-hmm. Lebowski, or we get your soul, or we get your body. It's up to you. Um, and Winnegar, you you have you have an extra D four. So if you want to roll that and see if we can get yeah, the sixteen up a little higher, because I think there's some more information you might get. Okay, not on a seventeen. Yeah, um, yeah. So the thing is here, Winnegar, uh, Torgor's idea of being like, well, I already swore my soul to Rakdos. Or I'll be like, that's cool. Rakdos can have it. We just want your flesh. Yeah. Yeah, so basically, it's like you got a credit card with a high limit, but the APR will literally kill you. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it's impossible to get out of this hole. Um, so Torgor needs to cut up the card before it's ever swept. Before you spend it? Yeah. I don't know. Um, is that possible? <laughs> I mean... Mind? <laughs> I mean, you've you've already. It's more like student loan debt. Yes, you could just not go to class, but that's not going to be an excuse when they come looking for the money. Be like, yeah. I just never went to class. I didn't learn anything. Yeah. What's the interest? Did it. it do the thing you said you were going to do? Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. I mean, you didn't get them sedated to the host in the shell. The, the only know? the only way you can see the only way you yeah. can see free of like this contract is if. <laughs> they don't perform the service like there is there's going to be a fee no matter what mm-hmm. uh right just for trying like they don't they don't promise mm-hmm. you we will do it they promise you that within the the best extent of their ability they will they will attempt to get this person out sure. but no matter what you he's still in trouble there is still more money yeah available than you have like more money on the table here than you have available to you tell that because you did not give us an actual number so yeah exactly like there's no sense in in you know, putting out that number because it just doesn't yeah it doesn't guess you gotta marry the rose and hope she doesn't ask for a prenup good luck <laughs> like the thing is is that so the way orzhov the way they they treat the the world their their kind of viewpoint is they have resources and they know that not everyone has access to resources that they need to be the best them that they can be. So they will they will give you some of their resources. This is a an act. Sh- giving someone money is a divine act. It is something that that raises them up. Um, debt is a sin, and so they want to give you mm-hmm. ways to absolve yourself of your sins. Uh, that Very debt to them. Yeah. So they want you they want you to be able to free yourself from this debt. So claiming your soul or your body is not a um, it's not seen as like it's not punitive. It's also of benefit to you because your body and your soul will be then cleansed of your debt, uh, which is a better state for you, even if you're not alive anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. 
to ask the Rose to transfer this contract over to her. That would be a be a hard ask uh, because then you're basically saying to her like this thing that you believe we want you to take on this debt for us right this this heavy spiritual no, thing. I want. I think that she has she a Xenos. The other side of the contract. I think that you should transfer patronage to her. Uh, oh, so like get her. You're to, asking for a different loan officer. Yeah, right. We'll get her to pay. She would buy your debt from. Right. So same, same. You would just have a debt to her and then she would be like, all right, Torgor, let's let's find a way for you to pay me back. No, yeah, but, she would be, <laughs> but she's at least more um, more invested Sorry, in Torgor remaining mm-hmm. alive. <laughs> maybe. Maybe she wants Torgor alive or maybe yeah. she doesn't. Maybe she does. She's well, maybe a she could have killed us last night. It's fine. Well, it's not that she wants to kill you. It's just that Torgor may or may not be of service to her alive or dead, right? Like, like yes, I will take I your body, it. Torgor. We got three months to find out, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you That's do. That's true. I don't know. Are vampires alive? Mm, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't. I think they're not, but maybe. If they're not, she could make Torgor a vampire. Yeah, I think that's more of like a special like gift rather than a punishment or an abs- absolution of debt. Okay, hey, we already said this wasn't a punishment. That's it. <laughs> it's a blessing. Torgor owes the order of. That's okay. You'll. I'm sure you'll figure it out. You don't have to worry about it for three whole months. Three whole. You got the whole summer to just have a great time, and you can worry about this. <sighs> yeah. Torgor, like. So here's what I'd like to pose: If we're going to get you out of this contract, anyways, then why don't we just let him do the entire thing? Yeah. But the Why would we get our history? I know that some people at this table are really dead. Sorry, boys. <laughs> murder clowns off. Oh. <laughs> but I already lit all these torches. <laughs> if he's gonna get if, if he's gonna get the guy off anyway, we could still use the murder clowns. Parker, what do you think? All right. <laughs> Did you ask Winnegar or Torgor? Sorry. Oh, Winnegar. Oh, I thought you asked Torgor. I'm sorry. Um, God, to tell you what, I uh, I feel like what's ever gonna put us in the best position to to keep Torgor's soul, I think, is what we need to do here. And if that's just like making that contract a little incomplete, uh, a little bit workaroundable. I, I think that's the way to go. Clowns. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's three votes for clowns. Dover honestly is like at this point is just depressed and is like, Whatever the group wants to do. You can't be depressed when democracy is at work, Torbor. <laughs> That's three votes for clowns. I, uh, yeah. All right. So, <laughs> so he's going to tell you when he's visiting? Uh, this, We still don't know where he is. We didn't. No. That's in, so he'll let us know when and where he's going to meet him. Well, why don't we follow him? Exactly. One of us goes even in to supervise this interaction. 
What if and, we follow him and then kill him? That's on the table. Maybe. If I, I, Torgor would love this, but honestly, that might not even absolve the debt. That just, that might just yeah. transfer. Well, then you're just killing him for fun. Okay, you know, Torgor could use some fun. Uh, <laughs> I could see, use a break, you know? Let's throw murder at the dartboard enough yeah. times. And yeah, you know what? You know what? Honestly, idea. the clowns will just, I'll just be happy to see Cur, uh, Curly, Larry, and Mo, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, just, I love the idea here of like Torgor watching these murder clowns like burning down a police station and Tack being like, there you go, buddy. Don't you feel better now? Look. <laughs> yeah, there you go, buddy. It's like, pat, pat. It's like, it was okay. funny because they, yeah. they Swung the spear and cleave the guy's head behind his back, and he didn't Look, even. That guy looks like he's kissing his own butt because they cut his head off. Oh, it's funny. Kissing yeah. his own butt. You said yeah. butt. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, yeah, he he said your your lawyer said he's going to go and check out the situation in uh, in a couple of uh, like he'll have a uh, information for you in a couple of days if it's more complicated than you think. But if you want to go and and play uh, surveillance on the station and wait for the lawyer to show up you could do that too yeah we're gonna have to go surveil which i guess means bringing torgor to the place that he's most wanted i i'm still i've still got this orzov disguise so it is you still look Rock like uh, you do still do still look like a yeah rockabilly goth so what are they, are they oh, gonna yeah. stop every <laughs> minotaur that goes through the precinct come on i'll say a lot of things about the azoria senate but, uh, you know, I don't think that, that Minotaur profiling is a thing that they do. They don't do stop and frisk. That's Thank right. goodness, you they know? Don't. Yeah. <laughs> now, if they think you're a Golgari, then definitely that's more, oh, sure. that's more the uh, thing. I mean, I, and, and dude. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah. So that's the plan? I think so. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you head for uh, you head once more back to the uh, back to the precinct in which your your sister uh, road your sister works. Triska, hard at work trying to maintain law and order in uh, <laughs> in District We're One helping. and <laughs> having a rough time of it. All right, okay. So you uh, you you do you all go there together uh, and and hang out outside and wait, or is there like a building rooftop like can i do an investigate to see if there's like any vantage points that we could like oversee the entrance is there a rooftop bar across the street that we could just drink at and also <laughs> yes. oh yeah i could really go for a rattler right about now guys yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i mean yes totally there is there is absolutely let's that's fine i think there's like a vantage point that you can you can look out and see the the precinct you can see the the senators coming and going you can go go there for brunch that's fine mm-hmm. they got these crepes there mm uh yeah okay all right so that's the scene then we like we crossfade to uh the group of you uh sitting you've requested a table at the edge of the uh the edge of the patio uh and uh you are you're looking down uh at the the little like area in front of the police precinct and watching uh people and and sort of vehicles come and go uh and uh yeah and i think you see your lawyer you see your lawyer approach um he is uh he is attended by uh, a handful of uh, of servants he's got like two paralegals he's got uh, a thrall uh, and then trailing behind him there is a sort of wispy ethereal cloud of uh, 
bound spirits uh, that are that are following him. Um, and it is clear that this is a man who is used to people making way for him, right? Like people get out of his way. Uh, he has uh, he's he's dressed for the the outdoors now, so he has a coat uh, over top of his white robes. Uh, he has a cane that he he walks around with, a, like a silver cane, uh, and he has a uh, like a top hat, uh, which he gives to his uh, his assistants when he arrives at the uh, at the precinct, and he goes okay. inside. Okay, when we see him walking up, yeah. is it a team? Is it a thing where one of us tries to get in with him? Yeah, I mean, we can pan down and have someone already be ready to like go in with him or like stop him on the way up to the door or whatever. Like, I'm fine with you having prepared this in advance. Uh, yeah, I don't think it should be dark. It, but shouldn't it be though? Because they'll be like, so what if they get caught up and like they interrogate me and then and then like state. and then the diversion happens and then everyone escapes and I'm just in the. No, you, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I please get arrested. Yeah. I don't think it should be Road either because we don't need Milos finding out that Road has Azoria's ties. Heck, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it or sounds like it's you, Tag. Never remember of me, is it? Mm. <laughs> oh well. Both. Maybe it's the person who has magic. Who can, yeah, maybe it's the person who could disguise themselves magically. Yeah, <laughs> that Wenzel guy or Nerm. <laughs> Guy. <laughs> okay. I imagine this was the exact conversation in host in the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, man, if only one of us could use magic to disguise themselves multiple times. Yeah. Or, or, guys, I could just disguise myself using magic. <laughs> All right. So, how about you go, Winnegar? <laughs> um, and I guess we can just intercept and. We can be like, hi, this is Whitaker. He's going with you. Yeah, that's hi. a good guess. Yeah. With my life, I'm glad we're just guessing at this. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. At least you'll die when you die. Oh, okay. Uh, cool, guys. Okay. Uh, who am I disguising myself as? Hmm? Who do you think? Why don't you just disguise yourself as like a regular Azorius officer, spy on him, and then disguise yourself as the advocate whenever we go to break the guy out of prison? You don't even need to go as a disguise. You can just yeah. go. <laughs> you can just go as, as who Talking you to your friend. Yeah. You can just say like, hey, this is my friend, Wenzel, who I'm so sad has been imprisoned. This I want to talk to him. You want to verify yeah, that Wenzel's true. in the right condition because they know him. It's his best buddy. Do you want to take this pew pew? Everyone is making a lot of good points. <laughs> But I'm really liking the points where I disguise myself. <laughs> Jack is like waving a gun around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where did we land on the disguising? I feel okay, like we were going someplace. As a as a non-existent member of the Is It League, who just still is Wenzel's friend, who can verify his state of mind. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, Winnegar turns around, and when he comes back, it's just him with a mustache. It looks pretty sweet. It looks it's pretty like a, sweet. a marker mustache. Yeah, it just looks like pretty sweet. It's like all ready to go, guys. He <laughs> looks like Dory. I'm not totally sure that Vidalkin can grow facial hair, but I don't care. Oh, I think okay. it's fine. I think if you want to, I'm almost certain. Like they don't have, I don't think they have body hair at all. Um, you but, know, I thought about that too. But there are some drawings, there are some paintings with them, like who 
they have hair on top of their head. Yeah, I think some of them do. The problem is, is that there are multiple kinds of Vidalkin. There are Ravnican yeah. Vidalkin, and there we ran into this problem before. Uh, there are Ravnican Vidalkin, and there are Kaladesh Vidalkin, and Dovin Ban has six fingers, but you only have five because oh. you're different species. But everyone just thinks that Dovin is like a mutant or something, right? That there's something. No one talks about it because they're like, don't talk about Dovin's weird hands. <laughs> we just don't mention it. It's like a third nipple. Don't his hands. Yeah, don't, don't look at stop looking at his hands. Right? <laughs> he hates yeah. it. He hates the hands. Yeah. yeah. Though now you know the real reason why he has weird fingers because he's from another place. Oh, um, what a weirdo. But yeah, I think... Ta- I think it, I think it would be fine if you want to have a mustache. It's fine. Tack will offer to give Winnegar five Xenos if he disguises himself as either Triska or one of the dead Azorius officers because it would be really funny. That's messed up, Tack. No, I'm not doing that. Thank Ten you, Xenos. Guys, do you have the <laughs> No, no. Okay, Save I'm not doing Xenos and a rainbow gelato. <laughs> How about I don't. Kick your ass. <laughs> it's a pretty good offer. Okay, I'm gonna go. And I just like go go down there. Okay. All well right. we, we like intercept Milosh. <laughs> okay. So so you want to you wanna stop Milosh before he gets to the Yes. Is anyone still in the brunch restaurant? I guess <laughs> Like Tack Ta- 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 and Torgor are still having brunch and do, so providing oversight. Brunch. Okay. I'm like six mimosas in. Hell yeah. I use them. We have earpieces in. They're non-functional, but we'd like to imagine they are. Yeah. Do you have, like, I mean, Winnegar has like the message spell or something. You could use that. Oh yeah, I do have message. Yeah. So Winnegar can pass messages around. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hi. All right. So I just want to get, I want to get an idea. So Torgor and Tack, you are upstairs in the, in the, the patio area of this brunch joint that overlooks one police plaza and then down on the street road you are going to intercept the advocate before he gets to the police station yeah just so i can introduce what do you want your code name to be okay all right and then uh you are going to um so you're going to stop you're going to stop him and then you're going to introduce him to whoever winnegar is pretending to be Yes, whatever Winnegar's code name is, which is uh, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. <laughs> no one's named Tom Cruise. In it's true. It's a very unusual name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, and you're you're pretending to be a member of the Is It League that is concerned about like you're here for for that purpose. Like this is like kind of like a the the. Um, the union representative like no 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 yeah, you can't yeah, talk yeah. to him without a member of the league present yeah. okay well, can you just go as like his friend just like hey he, this is his friend he'll know if he's still of sound mind we just want a confirmation from someone who knows him i think he'll recognize me when he sees me right because i've met him before yeah, yeah. well yeah because i think that if we try to send like an official union rep in with me somewhere he's not going to let him in also so. there's like a that trail in case whatever happens happens they're like yeah and there's this is it union rep wait we didn't send an is it union rep and then that's yeah so just yeah so just like a concerned member of the league like okay yeah that's fine that's okay all right yeah um and i I don't think there's no resistance there like i think that that milish is just like you should have told me about this yesterday but fine It, it doesn't change my business at all uh and he he says to winnegar like you just 
stay quiet if you can. This is very delicate, and sometimes the things that we say in these sorts of meetings can they can set precedent for difficulties down the line. So if you can avoid speaking at all, which I know can be difficult for you, it would make my job easier. We're going to get your friend out of jail. And then, uh, like, Winnegar pauses before he agrees, and he goes, I agree, but my agreement does not give you my soul. Hmm. Because now he's like, really <laughs> this guy's going to try to trip him, trick him out of his soul. So every time this guy talks to him, he's going to be like, you ain't getting my soul. I'm on to you. Excellent. All right. So we, we see the group of you. We see Rode, uh, Winnegar, uh, Milos, and his paralegals all go into... Uh, or a road, not or you not, go. you're okay. not going? Okay, all right. She's okay, like, here's so, my child dropping him off at daycare. I'm going to go drink. I'm going to go perfect. back to brunch. Okay, so Road, you turn to go back to brunch. We cut back to the brunch place. We see Torgor and Tack at a table. Uh, there's mimosas. There's crepes. There's like maybe a nice scramble in there. Um, and... I think that before we before we conclude, we hear um, we hear a familiar voice, and the camera pans over, and we see that this this brunch joint, this brunch patio, uh, has some some uh, some new some new attendees. So a waiter is leading a group of people. There are three of them uh, over to a table like pretty near yours. You see. <laughs> you see a a familiar uh, familiar man with enormous sideburns. Uh, so you see, you see Ironclad, uh, the OG Ironclad. You see uh, a uh, an elven detective uh, that we have seen once or twice before, uh, and also attending this this brunch meeting uh, is a certain six fingered Vidalkin. Oh no! Wait, Wait. the detective. It, it's your sister. <laughs> it's Triska. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is at. So Triska, Ironclad, in the middle of a, a Ironclad, and Dovin Ban are all going to have a nice brunch and have a little chat. Uh, and so yeah. we, yeah, and so we see them. The waiter, uh, the waiter brings them to a table near yours uh, and gestures uh, gestures to the table uh, and uh, and says, um, uh, "And I'll be right back with your drinks, adjudicator." And turns away, and the three of them sit down, and uh, and we we fade we fade out on that. And so, Tack and Torger, if you want to try to eavesdrop, you will have the opportunity next time. Yeah, I was I was writing a note to the murder clowns, like as this was happening, like <laughs> it's really bad. Stroke, yeah. <laughs> Tack is like six mimosas in, and I don't uh-huh. know whether or not Tack is gonna open up with a high Triska. Wait, is this an indoor or outdoor brunch spot? It is. Uh, it is outdoor. Um, okay, but they're Torgor's, they're like umbrellas because it uh, Torgor's constantly smoking still. Like yeah. nice, <laughs> it's just like six empty champagne flutes and an ashtray that's overflowing. Just <laughs> perfect. Jack has taken to like eating French toast out of a plate in their lap. <laughs> I just like that while the credits are rolling, it just cuts back to Nurm cleaning in his underwear. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. Nurm is the during credit sequence where he's just he's in, he's rocking. Seen, uh, yeah. uh, run the gruels. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's awesome. That's a, that's a real thing now that, yeah. <laughs> that happens. Fuck the oars off. <laughs> preach, preach, Nurm. <laughs> uh, that's really, that's really really yeah. good <laughs> now i'm just thinking about killer mike as like an ogre <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, did anybody Mike just as a, as a as a as an aside as a, a killer Mike said? Did anybody watch his Netflix show? Yes. No, it I was need to really watch it. good. I, there, I there was super a, clever. There was a lot I of look, really good stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah, I need to watch that. Yeah, and it's it's funny because like it's it's very much like Killer Mike. It's very his show is very much about like being marginalized and like being a, a black person in America. And I think that it's really funny whenever LP is in it. LP is just like. <laughs> Yep. I don't, don't, please don't I'm, ask me about these things. I'll, I don't, I'll be quiet. Uh, this is my friend. Just, I'm just, just here to support. Just look at Mike. Don't look at me. Just look at Mike. <laughs> yeah. It's really cute. Like he just, he's just like, mm-hmm. yep. I don't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. My place really is cute. over here. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to just, just sit over. Just, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's really good. Yeah. Um, anyway, that just reminded me of it. I watched it and it's very, it's very cool. Yeah. Um, speaking of cool shows, uh, we'll be back next week with more Jace Beller and must die. Um, but in the meantime, uh, all of these cool people have things that they do that you can check out and I will start over here looking cool in the new office. Uh, Katie, why don't you, uh, why don't you do the, do the thing? Yes. Okay. Well, you can find me out on Twitter at okay. Katie may. I usually, uh, create polls about uh, who's going to kill us and Jace Bellroom must die. So next week it's going to be really interesting. <laughs> There's so many options. <laughs> There's so many options, truly, at this point. Um, NERM will be one of the options, just to clarify. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm seeing it. I'm following it now. Um, but if you're interested in uh, maybe listening to an all-women D&D podcast, 5e you can go ahead and listen to dungeons dice and everything nice i'm the dm a lot of fun some occult some prophecy some butcher shop shenanigans it's a fun time nice cool i am interested in that that does sound good (laughs) cool cool uh let's we'll go this direction uh torgor our lovely and beloved minotaur (laughs) <laughs> Let's see, go for ahead. how long yo it's Masuduk you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Marudboy M-A-H-R-U-D-E-B-O-I you know guys rumor has it a second tweet might be coming out there Whoa! Uh, and, and I don't know what it'll be when it'll be but can use some inspiration uh, so if that number keeps rising <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, but for real, uh, if you guys want to keep up to what I'm doing uh, in my antics and just photos of my cat, um, definitely follow my Instagram. But yeah, yeah, you were you were posting a bunch of Instagram story photos. Uh, I think maybe last weekend. And I was mm-hmm. like, hey, I know this person. This is great content. <laughs> it made me very happy. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, cool, cool. Uh, down here, uh, playing tech, tech. It's TK. You have the easiest combination to. to so, did you name tech? that way because it's just it yes. just sounds like yeah okay perfect thank you for that yes that is <laughs> i i've started doing this thing where i don't like doing a bunch of syllables in names and tech gave That's me good. a, a yeah. perfect opportunity to do a single syllable name that sounded fairly close to what my actual name is mm-hmm. so yeah worked mm-hmm. out great <laughs> and also because of text it just sounds tiny sharp it's prickly it's a prickly name yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's me. It's TK. I'm writing those spooky stories. I'm putting them on the internet. You can read them, tkjreds.com, or you can follow me on Twitter, TK Joins the Fray. I'm never going to update my streaming schedule, but if you like Tales from the Mist and you also like charity, then you can watch us play Tales from the Mists this Saturday, uh, 9 to 12 30. 
Pacific time. Yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah. 9 to 12.30 Pacific time. We're going to be playing a Take This Org um, uh, one-shot called Gardens of Fog. It is about bringing compassion to mental health struggles. So that's nice. And then we'll have a wrap-up and discussion with Dr. Megan Connell. It'll be great. Ooh, uh, great. If you follow Tales from the Mists on Twitter, uh, Miss Tales D&D, then you can read all about it there. It's great. Good time. Sick. That sounds awesome. Buy Thank my you. book. <laughs> yeah, also do that. Uh, and, uh, and last but not least, it's Carlos. Carlos, yeah. take us away. It's Carlos. Yeah, you can find me on all social media under Carlos Critz. Um, you could also find me on Rivals of Waterdeep. That's on Sundays at... Um, God, I don't even know. what is. <laughs> when do I even do this thing? When, when do I even do that? Noon uh, Central Time. So what is that? Uh, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Pacific. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dungeon Rats actually is... Uh, we just had the last session ever of Dungeon Rats. Um, it ended abruptly. Uh, one of our players got an awesome job, an awesome opportunity, and he will be traveling for that. And one of his things in his contract is that he can't support other games uh, and make money off them. So, yeah, uh, you can still catch all of those on our feed, though, Dungeon Rats. Uh, you can visit DungeonRats.com or just look up the podcast. And I think the next place you'll see me is Gen Con. Actually, I will be doing that take this, but not this week. It's next Saturday. And I do not know the specifics because I right. do not pay attention in emails. Uh, <laughs> Does anyone? <laughs> but yeah, it's next Saturday sometime. People still send emails. I don't know. What kind of weird. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't cool. Know. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, Carlos. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's it for us for this week. Uh, you're going to find me on Twitter at Skinny Ghost or twitch.tv slash Adam Coble or right here on the D&D channel. Uh, or if you're watching this on YouTube, the same YouTube channel you're watching doing roll 20 presents ghosts of salt marsh uh and i guess the next time you're going to see me is in like four hours for the roll 20 indie showcase i get to play i don't have the gm i just get to play and produce the show and just cause trouble and i think i get to be a robot so we're doing a we're doing a showcase of uh grimmer space that's at 4 p.m pacific if you're watching this live uh it'll be on it'll be on youtube if you're watching this on our youtube channel uh roll 20 app so that's it for us uh, we will uh, we will be back next time with more shenanigans and romance, I guess. Uh, <laughs> romance, yeah. <laughs> yeah, making friends and breaking hearts. We will see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Run the gruels fast.